You're, You're listening, listening to, to Death, Death Metal, Metal Disco. Disco. Guten Tag. Ola. That's that's where my foreign language skills stop. Welcome to the Death Metal Disco, a podcast where I talk about whatever the hell I want to. And uh, you can listen or you can switch to something else and probably better. Say like The Lost Chill, a podcast about books and by two friends who are insane and I love them. I talk about mostly movies and music and stuff that I do. This is like my own personal blog, audio blog. They haven't come up with a thing like vlog for it though. So it's like a log, a log, a log, a log. Oh no, we don't want that. Or we do, but never mind. Anyway, uh, hello and welcome to the Death Metal Disco podcast. I'm James, and if you've been here before, welcome back. If you've never been here before, welcome to the rest of your life. Just kidding. I don't... Just... Thanks for listening. I don't care how you got here, uh, but I'm glad you're here. And uh, I hope you enjoy listening to my random fucking weird-ass takes with lots of F-bombs and profanity and such. Um, maybe we'll get a visit from my cat, Loki. Maybe we won't. I don't know where she went. Could be sleeping. She could be peeing on my bed. I don't know. I'm going to talk about a couple of movies today. And these movies have been out for a little while. I'm so sorry. I don't know what is wrong with me this morning. It's Sunday. It's snowing. Now lightly. I just, I just, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. My nose is stuffy. It's running at the same time. It's a fucking weird mix. I need to take a shower. I'm hungry, but I'm not eating because I just don't want to, but I do. I'm very conflicted with everything in my life right now, and I don't know what to do about it. So again, welcome back to the Death Metal Disco Podcast. I would like to talk to you about a little movie called The Creator. The Creator is a sci-fi film that came out in the year of our Lord 2023, just a few months ago, because why would I do this episode in a timely fashion? Holy shit. I burped in the middle of saying that. Why would I do this episode in a timely fashion when I can wait several months and then talk about a movie that's been out for a while? Um, fuck if I know. I am stupid. Anyway, The Creator. Uh... I don't usually gravitate towards sci-fi. Um, I just don't. Uh, a lot of sci-fi to me is cheesy and poorly done. Um, the premise may be a little too far-fetched. The CG may be a little too underfunded uh, to support whatever craziness they might have. However, there are some that are amazing. And and there's a few that I really, 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 really love. Like Elysium. I really loved Elysium. Um, 
what's the other one? District Nine. I love District Nine. The Edge of Tomorrow. I fucking loved. And that's I don't that's like sci-fi action, futuristic action. I really dug that one. Um even that's a Tom Cruise movie, but uh, you know, he was actually great in it. Uh and I love Emily Blunt, so that she's she's amazing. Like she's just a great actress. She's adorable but awesome at the same time. Uh I can't remember the other Tom Cruise movie that came out right around the same time as Elysium, I think. Uh the it starts with an O. Totally drawn a blank. I should have looked it up. It doesn't matter. Um there's a few shows that I like that are sci-fi. Like the Star Trek stuff. I really, when I was a kid, I really liked the original Star Trek. Star Trek, And I really liked Star Trek um, The Next Generation. I don't necessarily know why. I didn't follow them, like the storylines about all the shit. I don't know most of the character names. I know some of the, you know, the main cast of the Enterprise. But I don't know like all of the other like alien species leaders. I've never wanted to learn Klingon. Uh, I just, it's not how I get down. Star Wars is cool. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Like I don't know all the canonical storylines or anything like that. I actually did like these newer movies that have come out recently. Rogue One, obviously that, that one's my favorite out of all of them. Um, but I, I didn't hate them. And part of it is because for me, the Star Wars movies, and George Lucas has said this himself, the Star Wars movies are made for kids. They're made for the younger adults and kids. That's that's what their target audience is. And so when you get all the fans who are now in their 40s uh, and older, they see these new ones and they lose their shit about how fucking bad they quote-unquote are. Um, that's annoying. And maybe it's I don't, not that I don't like Star Wars. It's like, I don't like Star Wars fans. <laughs> That's what it comes down to, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Jar Jar Binks can fuck himself, though. Just kidding. I don't really care. But I hated him in the first one. He was delightfully evil and unknowingly so in the rest. The Creator. A movie about AI. And we're we're uh, in the world right now. AI is becoming a everyday thing. Whether you wanted to or not. That is just the way it is going. And for better or worse for the most part I think it's for the better I think there are a lot of things that AI is capable of that are being implemented Um, the thing about AI is that it's learning theoretically it is learning from things it is fed and what it is given what it observes quote unquote And that is what people are afraid of, I think. Inherently, it is ingesting and processing things around it, just like, you know, a baby would. And then it is doing with that what it should within its programmed guidelines. So, if you've ever searched the laws of robotics... There are guidelines, so uh, yeah. With AI being such a uh, hot topic these days between just everybody, it stands to reason that somebody's going to make a movie about it. I didn't expect somebody to make such a beautiful movie about AI. Um, 
this one is I you know beautiful is just the word that comes to my mind when I want to talk about this movie because it was just beautiful uh first John David Washington he's the main the lead main guy in the movie uh, I I've seen him before in the show Ballers and he's he's a great actor. He was great in that show. Uh, I only watched like two seasons, two or three seasons of it. I think there were maybe more than that with uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, uh, about football players and their age and blah, blah, blah. Um, he was also in Tenet. I did not watch Tenet. It's on my list. I just never made a point to go back and watch it. I heard very mixed reviews about it. I'll probably watch it at some point. He was in The Black, uh, Black Klansman. Um, didn't watch that one either. I don't know. I just haven't made a chance to watch that one. Uh, he's also Denzel Washington's son, which I did not know. Did not know until I was putting this episode together as far as what I wanted to talk about. Um, then putting together an outline because now I do outlines. So it's not quite as random as it used to be. And occasionally I even research things um, like that. But John David Washington, he he's likable. Uh, his character is likable in this. He's morally conflicted with how he feels about AI. So in this movie, the Western world, America specifically, uh, you know, everybody was embracing AI. They had AI robots, they had AI maids, all this shit. Well, then a nuclear device goes off in LA and uh, it was blamed on AI. And so naturally now America has to go and save the world from AI the AI that it probably created, right? So as is the protocol for American world justice team, America, fuck yeah. Um, standard operating procedure in all things Hollywood, uh, for us, the, that's the whole premise. The other part of that is that the, basically the rest of the world, mostly like Asia and Europe, they are actually totally cool with AI. They still utilize it. They don't have any problems with AI. Um, AI to them actually are almost the same as humans, other than the same, other than like, uh, you know, biological breeding and things like that. That's how they're treated. And that's how they basically function as AI in the movie. Um, and then in the, the East and, um, uh, Southeast Asia, those types of geographical locations, that's where AI thrives. And by AI, I mean specifically the AI robots, uh, basically the humanoid robots. They're not, they're not wrapped in like skin, synthetic skin, like terminators or anything like that. They're just different robots. They can have, uh, I can't remember what they called them now. Um, but you can get, I should have I should have written this down. You can get uh fuck. They're basically like you can get things called simulants. I had to go look. Uh the simulants are basically like they do a scan of your face, body, blah 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 and create essentially a um shell of your human form or a human form um, to place this AI in. And it could even be like memory copying. So you could basically go into the singularity, if you will, and download your 
your existence into the singularity and then potentially live forever, right? So that's kind of the uh, the whole premise of it, right? And then add on to this this war that America wants to ab- abominate, abominate, decimate all AI. Maybe not all AI, but AI as a uh, humanoid robotic race, if you will. John David Washington's character uh, was like a former military man who was part of this big battle or whatever. Uh, I can't remember what his rank was in there, but well-respected. Um, the movie has him and his wife or flashes back to him and his wife who was pregnant. And they had, uh, even though he was part of the army at one point, he's also part of this resistance and they have AI helpers, servants, friends, whatever, um, helping them do things. But it, it turns out that they're looking for the creator and they're calling the creator, um, this one person who is responsible for building the current most modern AI in existence, the most close to human that they have. And that's, that's the thing is that everybody's looking for this. Uh, he gets recruited to go look for it. They come and they find him and they go look for it. Um, his wife and unborn child end up getting killed during this whole process. Uh, he was incredibly believable and did a really good job showing the emotional and moral confliction that he had between, you know, helping do what he is trying to convey he's trying to do and believing what is right in his own mind um, and trying to fulfill his own self-serving needs. And that's the thing that's often lacking in sci-fi is the emotional response that the humans have, especially sci-fi with the AI component. Cause you know, sci-fi could be a whole lot of things, but when it comes to the AI, you throw in the, the humanoid part of it and you might get some of that emotional response portion from the AI side because that's the whole idea is how close to human is the AI this one uh, they 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 kicked it up a notch and they made it super 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 believable um the character development that they had for the majority of the leading characters was really really good like they give a backstory for just about everybody in some way that is like even if it's quick, it's thorough enough that you know, you know what where that person uh, came from. Even if it's one of the AI characters, um, and they they do have AI characters. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Ken uh, Ken Watanabe, who's one of my not like I have a lot of favorite uh, Japanese actors, but he was in the Last Samurai. I loved him in that movie. He was in the Godzilla movies. Um, loved him in those. I haven't seen the new one, by the way. Godzilla minus one. I need to because I hear it's fucking amazing. Um, but he's he's just a good actor, and he was one of the AI guys. So he's he's awesome. But they have these these simulants. You can simulate yourself, or you know, have another person simulated. But it's 
mostly the visual, but you can also get their their uh, their brain, basically. But it was really, really cool. The thing I really, really liked about it, which is probably why I like this movie so much and why I call it beautiful, is that that CG in this fucking movie was phenomenal. Probably superior to all the CG in damn near every modern CG heavy movie. I'm kind of a stickler when it comes to my CG. If it looks cheesy, I'm going to hate it. If it looks cheap, I'm going to hate it. If it looks like I'm watching CG, I'm going to hate it. Um, Maybe not hate it, but I'm going to point it out. Because if you rely so heavily on the CG, it should look good. Now, if it's some sort of fantasy land, you know, that is what it is. You can do so much. And granted, there is stuff in this that is, you know, otherworldly. But there's a lot of it that's really not. But they have these grand fucking views and all this stuff. And it just looks so good. So good that if you didn't know that CG existed, you'd be like, that place is awesome. I want to go there. And it is just top tier CG, basically. Um, one of the things I liked about Rogue One was that the CG looked good. Uh, most of those new Star Wars movies, actually, the CG looked pretty good. You factor in all the other stuff with the spaceships and all that stuff. You know, it gets a little goofy, but uh, most of the CG looked really good. The older prequel movies, the CG did not look good, but CG was still pretty young back then, so I wouldn't expect it to. But then you have a lot of modern movies where they should spend money on CG, and maybe they don't, or maybe they intentionally made the CG look like a... Uh, not such a great video game. Um, but this one, it just, it just looked good. And I think for me, that's one of, one of the things that really made me view this movie as a beautiful movie. The other thing was just the underlying plot points that they had, like how the acceptance or denial of the AI existence Comparing it to other things in real life today. Uh, they they treated it like things like uh, homosexuality and race. Um, what's your stance on those? And they applied that to AI because it's the same thing. Um, I'm not saying that those are the same things as each other, but it's the same people react similarly between those things. If you're you're different than me, so now I have to judge you accordingly. That type of thing. Uh, you you are capable of destroying my entire race somehow. Now I have to look at you differently. Uh, that it was kind of that that premise that they had a lot of a lot to say without directly saying it in this movie. That I think was just so well done. Um, I would be surprised if this movie does not win awards for something like special effects uh the digital art it 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 should it should win something um something that's not like a razzie because that would be terrible but uh it was just it was just a great it's probably my favorite sci-fi movie in a really long time um 
that is not Elysium or District 9, which are awesome movies. Um, and it's really nothing like those movies. It's just, it's just good. So, The Creator. I really highly, highly recommend seeing The Creator. If you go watch it in a theater, definitely do so. It's out of the theaters now, but if, you, if you're able to find it or if you have like a home theater system that is of any any quality you get it you i would say do it because between the sound effects and just everything on a big screen just like a lot of movies especially big grandiose movies like that you know the marvel movies all that shit um it's just better in the theater that's how i feel about it. like ant-man the most recent ant-man the uh quantum mania one that one was good. The CG was phenomenal in that. Even though I'm looking at shit that is obviously insanely not a thing, at least, you know, in the modern world, the new regular human-sized world, was beautiful. It was just beautiful. Um, Black Panther, the newest one, uh, same thing. It was beautiful in the theater. I haven't watched it outside of that. But if you can, do it. And now for my next trick. I want to play a game. Saw X. Saw 10. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, the Saw series. To me, the Saw series could have and should have ended um, when Jigsaw died. I have not watched any of the Saw movies since the third one. I watched one through three. I really liked the first one. And the first two sequels, two and three, they were okay. Uh the gore fest that they were. I don't watch a lot of horror movies just for the gore. I I like the stories. The story behind the Saw movies is always interesting to me, especially when it's something like this, like you have to make a choice because you've done terrible things or blah, blah, blah. Uh, putting yourselves in those shoes. You know, if I, if I, if I have to imagine I've made, decisions in my life that for you know one way or the other maybe weren't the best um i didn't go out of my way intentionally to hurt anybody that type of thing but think about the decisions that you have made in your life and then try to put yourself in some sort of cage that's about to rip your head open if you can't kill your best friend to get the key to unlock your own head um that type of thing so uh, that's the thing I do like about the Saw movies is how would I feel? How would I react? Would I be able to do any of those things if I was placed in one of those positions for whatever reason? Um, chances are good. I would not end up in those, but, you know, based on the criteria that Jigsaw seems to set. However, if you've ever seen the YouTube video Living with Jigsaw, um, it's hilarious and I absolutely love it but it's not actually Jigsaw that you're living with, sort of. But anyway, the series should have ended because I don't particularly care for uh, franchises that seem to go forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Most of the time, they just get ridiculous and convoluted and just dumb. Um, like I said, I stopped watching after three. It just seemed to be more of the same, and the trailers for any of the other ones never really sold me. Um, I didn't see the Jigsaw movie. I probably should. I heard it was decent. And I didn't see Spiral, which is the spinoff. Um, but he was telling me that Spiral was terrible, but mostly because Chris Rock in a serious role is hard to believe. 
He's done it before, but, uh, you know, that was Lethal Weapon 4, so a little bit uh, more difficult that way, I guess. Maybe one day I'll go back and at least watch Jigsaw and Spiral. Um, Spiral, I don't think, had any tie-in. Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I can't really say. But this one was, it was, I actually liked this one. Um, the dude, I didn't look up his name. I keep forgetting it. The dude that plays Jigsaw, he's, I don't know if I'd call him a icon in the horror. At this point, he has to be just for playing Jigsaw. Um, but he, uh, he does a great job of just cutting to the chase. This is, this is what you did. This is what I think about it. Now you have choices to make and you either live without an arm or you die. And he, he conveys that as emotionless as possible, which when it comes to acting, I guess is probably harder to do than it seems. Um, but he does a great job. Um, and shit, I forgot her name. She's in a bunch of the other ones that I never saw. I think she started in three, but I can't remember her name. She's got a very unique name and I always forget it. It's like Shawnee, Shawnee Smith. Um, I don't remember which one she came into. Um, she, she was on that show with, uh, the hell was his name from Cheers forever and ever and ever ago. Oh, she came into Saw 2. Saw 2 was her first one. I also didn't realize she is that much older than me. She is 54 years old. She was in The Blob in 1988. I had no idea. Um, I don't know. Her character, like without having seen any of the other ones and... It's been like Saw 2 and Saw 3 came out in 2005 and 6, and I haven't seen them since then. I watched them once and then never went back and watched them again. Um, I don't know, I don't remember exactly what her character development is supposed to be throughout all of these movies. And definitely by the time she's at this point, you know, she's basically like Jigsaw's understudy. So I don't really have... Uh, a premise for her her character but um she does a pretty good job of being just as twisted as jigsaw so tobin bell that's the main guy um he he's awesome what i liked about this one is for anybody who does know the story i know the whole the the story about him being you know he dies of cancer or whatever he's dying of cancer uh he finds out about he runs into somebody that he knew and they give him hey i got this operation done down in uh south america and i am now cancer free and they're like oh hey you were fucking terminal weren't you he's like yep he's like holy shit that sounds great he does it gives them a shit ton of money and it turns out to be bullshit and so now you've pissed off jigsaw so um that's the whole premise of it and that's a bad day. So the the torture lessons that he has, uh, the psychological fact notwithstanding, were pretty fucking brutal. Um, also, a couple a couple things where he's trying to you know he the flip the script gets flipped on him, 
And now he's in the positions of some of these devices. And it's interesting to see because like he's dying, right? So how willing to get out of these things is he, or is he just going to bite the bullet as it were and let it happen so that everybody else that maybe he cares about gets out. Um, that was a nice twist. What I did not like about it is that the, I don't know if it was just the cinematography for it or what it looked, it looked like it was really low budget and it might've been, I don't know. Um, it looked, it looked cheap almost. And that, I don't know what it was about. It looked, Okay, so maybe like this. Maybe it looked like the first one, the original Saw. They had that grainy film quality to it throughout the whole thing, um, which I didn't really care for, at least in this day and age. When the first one came out, it made sense. That was a long time ago. And now, you know, it's been 20-ish years. Why why does the movie look that way? Um, But at the same time, I'm sure that was intentional and whatever but that's just that's just a very nitpicky point for me but whatever the violence the gore uh the gore actually seemed the gore itself seemed subdued considering some of the violence that was inflicted the if you're a fan of the gore you'll get it um it's not it's not as overwhelming as i found it in the other ones at least 2 and 3 um the brutality was definitely there, but they, you know, they cut away at a lot of the gore. So a lot of it was more, you get like a, a little glimpse of the gore and, and maybe it was for ratings. I don't know. Uh, maybe it was for money because gore equates to dollars. Um, I don't know, but you still get the idea. Like if I'm having to saw off my own leg, uh, they showed a great deal of that. Um, but it was, it was just, it was interesting mix. It seemed less gory than I remember the other ones being, but it was still equally violent. So that was, that was interesting. If you're a fan of the Saw movies, definitely watch it. Um, you probably already have. If you're not a fan of the Saw movies and you just want to check it out, um, maybe they lost you like they did me, go, go get it or stream it or whatever. Uh, it's worth a watch because I liked it. I actually did like it. Um, it's been so long since I've watched any of them. I watched the f- part of the first one, like the last 20 minutes of it, not that long ago, caught it on TV in a hotel room or something. So I ended up just watching it. Not that I didn't know how it ended, but the first one's the only one I've seen multiple times. So maybe one day I'll, I'll binge all of them. If I'm feeling really bad about life and I just need to watch people get ripped to shreds because of their decisions, uh, that sounds like a really lovely way to spend a couple of days but uh saw x jigsaw's back i want to play a game i don't really want to play a game but that's that's i don't really have much to say about that one it was good ish it was it wasn't bad it's no creator though the creator was awesome go watch the fucking creator anyway thanks for listening i'm gonna wrap this up i hope you all have a fantastic life um it's almost 2024, and that's weird to me. Feels like just, man, it really does not feel like it's been a year since we started 2023. Um, 
But uh, I'm glad you're here. So thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves. Take care of, you know, everybody else. Or at least yourselves. Shit. Self-preservation, man. Do what you got to do. Stay alive. Stay alive. Stay safe. I love you all. Thank you for listening to Death Metal Disco.